We're on part three of a three-part mini-series within Confident Content today, talking about how to find out where you need to work on your content marketing. We're focusing on social media content for this episode. I'm letting you know that because there are two other things that I would normally talk about in this session. One of them would be around make sure your bio is all optimized and your language on there is all sorted. And I'd also be talking about SEO from a global perspective. We're not doing either of those things today. So in this episode, we're focusing on the notice stage when it comes to your social media platforms. This is the moment that people discover you and your chance to shine. We need to be so sure that when someone notices us, they stick around. That means that our bio does need to be clear and that the rest of our content needs to be a good fit, which we have been covering in the last two episodes. We often want to grow an audience as fast as possible, but we're business owners. We're not content creators and we're here to get more paying customers. So we don't worry about the growth until the structure is sorted out. So this is the last part of our quick content marketing audit, or I would say the look-see, and we're going to do this part last in our content marketing actions as well. In fact, my coaching clients will need to earn the right to start creating this content. They are not allowed to even touch it until they've got the other bits done, and that's how they get their results. So I recommend you that too. We don't have to be in a rush, guys. It's about chipping away and making changes over time. So you might need to listen to this and then park it because you've got other stuff to work on. 100% okay. Just park it and then come back to it again when you've understood it and you're ready and you've done all the other homework. So you can listen today and then come back to it again. There are three types of content that we can create at this stage and you get to choose the type that fits you best. And lucky you, you also get to choose the format, but we do often suggest video but it's not always video don't have to do video so get ready to plan for niche domination because this is the podcast about how to get you noticed my name is Rachel Claver and I am the host of Confident Content and this is episode six I'm starting to feel a little bit confident myself around how this is all working plus I think it's the first time I've said confident content without sounding like I'm going to say something else so we're getting there I'm really excited about this episode because I love the fact that people can work towards this and helping you understand what this area is for because people often don't know what sort of content would they do, especially if they're a serious business. So we can talk about that. This is not all about making reels where you're pointing at stuff and dancing around, although you can do that if you want. There is no judgment from me on there. So we're going to talk about what type of content we need to create, the three ways that you can go with your content at this stage, and what actions we want people to take from us. Plus, I'm going to give you a few chat GPT hacks of things that you can do at this stage to help you because I am all about using chat GPT if we want to. So one of the things I want to talk about is, first, let's talk about this, is the types of content that we can create here. So we do talk about video quite a bit. So Reels and TikTok short videos and short form video on LinkedIn and YouTube shorts, short video is great. It doesn't have to be trends. Trends can be really useful here. So you might do like a voiceover, use a trending audio with some images. Those are great. It does tend to be the shorter content. So we haven't really talked about video and the other things because video is such a big topic and we'll do other things in there too. But these are the sort of the anywhere from like a seven sec or five second to a 15, 16 second videos tend to be these ones. We don't tend to go viral on the longer ones. They aren't doing this type of content. So 
they are quite snappy, they're short, they'll often have text on screen. They are not, they might be funny. They don't have to be funny. They can be serious. They can be beautiful. They can be gorgeous. They can be video or photograph heavy. But video is a big one here. Trends are a big one here too. Um, we just got a beautiful bit of music from my record from my um, calendar during that session. If you pick that up, um, the other thing that you can do on here is memes, and memes are the funny bits of the internet where we use like images and go go and have a funny kind of picture and idea. Um, now, if you want to do memes, a really cool hack to do is tell ChatGPT what you do, your target audience, and the topics you want to focus on, and ask it to come up with twenty-five memes. And it will come up with a bunch and or funny sayings, and you can use them. Um, and I normally find from 25, you might get 12 to 15 that are good enough. Um, and so that's a bit of a hack for you. You just basically ask. Um, and you can say, can you give me a short little phrase that I could use as a funny comment and then find a great gif to go with it? And suddenly you've got a post that's a meme using that. Um, so you could have something like... Um, when social media strategists say such and such or you know I know something funny I can't think of anything I'm not I am not unnaturally I can tell jokes and I have things that make people laugh when I'm talking in my presentations but doing off the cuff funny stuff is not my strength so I would really regret even going down that path another thing that you can do here is share simple hacks so we talked in the previous one around you know how to content but this is a great place to put quick hacks you can do videos of your hacks and show really quick ideas um, one of my favorite ones to do in here is to draw a diagram and then quickly describe it and have the diagram behind you I'm um, using green screens at the back for videos is very good for these as well they're very shareable or it might be sharing some beginner tips and ideas that really like kind of reach stuff or just funny way out stuff so these are the type of stuff we can do. You can do videos, you can do memes, you can do little static posts with a little funny comment on them. Um, you can do simple hacks, which could be a video or a photo-based hack, um, or you can share really quick, like, informational stuff that's beginner stuff, but, but clever beginner stuff that would then they'd come and then they go, wow, this is actually quite deep. The content on here is really good. I'm going to watch more of it. So it's all about getting quick things that will spread out far on the algorithm that you're on. And our goal is to get as much reach as possible. That's what Notice is for. So we do have to play by the rules of the algorithm of whichever algorithm that we're on, and we'll do another session just on those algorithms with different places. But you do have to follow that. But video across the board has worked that way. If you're doing a, a regular reels, probably um, the algorithm on Instagram I seem to notice pushes out like once to twice a week. Like they'll push one out further. So just learning, you could just do one of these once a week. In terms of how much time you do to these, if everything else is working, 30% of your content can be noticed. So that would be for three posts a week, you do one post a week that's noticed. If you're doing five posts a week, then that means that three posts a fortnight is noticed. Okay. But if all that other stuff isn't working yet, you take the notice out and you fill up your content with everything else and get that sorted out first and then either add the notice in as an extra post a week or you pull back on some of the other stuff to put noticed content in there. Um, and so you cannot have this at all if you want to for a while while you're sorting everything else out. I would recommend that to be honest. Um, I like to have this as a reward when you've got everything else sorted if you're my client. All right, so there's three different options of types of content we can put in here. 
The first one is relatable content. So that's where you can do funny things, things that are, you know, humor, goofing around, but it can also be sharing things that are common things. So I could do something like I told the story, um, for example, of how I drove to work with my phone on the roof of my car. That's a great piece of content because it's funny and it's relatable. Um, but I could also do something where I've got a video. I did one that's, that worked really well, which was like um, ADHD tax number 759. And it was um, leaving your phone cord um, in Hamilton when you live in Auckland. Like that sort of thing is shareable to the ADHD people that I also have. And it pushes, pulls them out and they attract to that. And then they go, huh, come to my page. Oh, she's a marketing coach with ADHD. I can connect with her and I want to connect with her. But they'd read my content to decide that. So not everything, everyone that has read it and liked it who's got ADHD is going to do that because that's going to, my content on the page is going to filter them. That's the key with the noticed to connected stage. They become connected to us when they choose to follow us. But this content here is really broad. And I often say it's going out to our mass audience. So when we talk about different audience sizes, which we haven't done anything about yet, our yours content is our niche, real niche target audience content. And so is our nurtured audience. Our connected audience is our mid audience. It's people that may not work with us, but do like us, plus people that work with us. And they're kind of in there and it's kind of our mid one. So it's a bit broader. And then our reach content, are our notice content, that's all content that covers off and looks after our mass audience. So you can go a bit broader than what you do. So, for example, if you're a stylist, you might talk about um, seasonal stuff. Um, or you might talk about, I don't know, I don't know what else you do as a stylist, um, shopping habits or something or skincare. Or, like it could be broader. Um, if you are a coach that's helping people um, working with coming, you know, returning to work or something like that, you might just do one around like hacks for mums, full stop. So that's like a broader range of things. So you can go quite broad on your noticed content and then the right people filter through and then choose to follow you. So we want to get that reach. We don't want to stay too specific to our niche in the space, but it has to be related to our niche. So the first one is relatable content. So that could be one. That's probably the one that I choose. That's the one I like the most. Plus, um, I'm a goofy, so sometimes I wear costumes, which I don't know how I was relatable to that many people, but I like dressing up as a spider or a goat and fooling around and talking, so I, I might do that. I did a Cat in the Hat series once, and that was quite popular. So, you know, so relatable content. You could do inspirational content, so I'm not really that person. Um, I talk too fast, but, you know, you could do things like, today is a great day to just get up and go, and it could be on a beautiful, like, sunrise picture, you know, and gorgeous with beautiful wave sounds or it could just be like a gorgeous canva image with a spontaneous amazing inspirational shot i'm not this person i love these things i definitely and like other people doing them for me but they are not naturally for me but you could do inspirational content they will get because it's about getting reach like that side but it's also getting shares and that's the stuff people save and people share it or it could be controversial content, stating a strong opinion and then allowing the algorithm to find your people. It will also find people that are not your people, but that's okay. That's the three types of content that work really well. Controversial works really well by on LinkedIn, by the way, stating strong opinions. Um, so that works really well, but so does relatable and inspirational. My fallback is, is relatable, but none of them are better than the others. It's just about finding the one that you want to have. Um, I'm working with a client at the moment and his is definitely controversial and it's exciting. I love that that's what his is and we work it out and work out how to make that work and get past that fear barrier of, of where that's going to go. 
So our whole focus is getting a push beyond our audience. One little hack for you if you're on Instagram is if you're doing a reel, don't share it to your feed and that's more likely to be shared out to people that you don't follow. If you are using TikTok, the TikTok algorithm is actually made to have more shareable content. So normally only 2% of people that you follow, that follow you, see your content. So by that very nature, it is like that. Um, But you still need to create content that's specifically shareable or trending audios and things like that, as well as your longer form content. Um, But sometimes that stuff goes off regardless. I mean, sometimes you'll get a viral post from something that is not meant to be viral. But reach is all about finding ways to get those quick, snappy in front of someone, while that's intriguing, I'm going to go and check out their profile. That is the whole purpose of it, is to capture people to your sticky web and get them there. And that's really key. Make sure when you're doing it, again, this is like the the last session when we talked about how-to stuff, is talk to the core triggers, the universal desires, the universal feelings. And I'm really happy to do a podcast on those um, for you so we can talk about them because they are really important for us to kind of work through. Also, talking using humor if you're humorous tapping into our private fears of blocks or things like that making things a safe topic by using humor for them is really great like I said something um, like a lot of my phrases a little bit like this but one thing I want to talk about is how we are all only one step away from being cancelled we all have thoughts that probably should never be seen in the light of day and understanding and knowing how to filter those thoughts is really important so I would probably like to do a post about you know have you ever wondered that you're only one step away from being cancelled I mean, maybe it'll work. Let's see. I'll tre- I'll test it. Um, so you can do that. It could be around things like um, you can use, oh, by the way, one of the th- best ways of doing this for video is just spend half an hour either on TikTok or Instagram just going through and seeing what other people are doing. Don't necessarily look at your industry. Just find people that have got particular things. And a great, great little hack for you for Instagram is if you see someone using an audio that's not in your niche, but they've got, just follow their setup. I think this is the best thing, is if someone is sitting leaning over a, a kitchen bench and they've got a coffee cup and they've got their hand on there, um, they're doing it and it's gone really well, follow follow the way they're hand standing. Say something different on the screen. Um, obviously, you're not copying their content, but you copy the format. is really helpful. It helped me do things like, um, for myself sometimes sitting on the floor cross-legged with my laptop and that went really well it helped me think about sitting oh, I could sit there and be throwing um, chocolate raisins into my mouth while I'm talking uh, it was, that ended up being a bit of a disaster because I'm not a great catch um, when it comes to that but you can find like copy formats and ideas off reels that have done really well but put your own thing into it and that's a really good way to kind of build up your confidence when you're doing those kind of things. But the notice stage is really important. Use ChatGPT for idea generation for yourself. Ask it to go as wacky as possible so you've got those things. And create this content. It is meant to be 30% of your content if everything else is going well. If you haven't got the other stuff done, focus on that. We will go more into depth with some of these things. But I'd like you to have a look at your content today and think, Have I got 30% there? Am I doing too much of this? Am I ready for it? And have a think about this. Are you, what what stage are you at? And think about, am I someone who's going to use controversial content, relatable content, or inspirational content? And start following other accounts that has that type of content to get ideas, start recording ideas. Think about practicing some of the ideas around this, around video and trends, looking at those ideas in there. I'm using ideas a lot. 
and also using ChatGPT to come up with some of the idea generation. So I love using ChatGPT for this. It saves a lot of brain stuff, but always ask for more than you're expecting and be prepared to cull the stuff that you don't want to use. I hope that's been really useful. Super quick, this last one, but this is the last stage of our content content marketing audit. Are you creating content to get more eyes on your business? Are you creating the right type of content? Are you using short amounts of content or funny or relational or controversial content to do this? Are you being bold with whichever one you're choosing to do? And have you got it at the right amount, which is that 30% of your content? I'm looking forward to hearing how you go. This is a super quick episode and I'll let you know um, after this, we're going to be next week, we'll be doing a coaching session with one of my clients where you get to learn alongside them and you'll be able to hear how I would couch, coach them through um, the process with them. I hope you have a great week. Go back, listen to the other ones. If you haven't, they're longer, they're a bit more detailed because this was a just that quick one around that getting noticed stage. I do, um, very open to hearing if you've got something you really like me to talk about and go in depth with. We've glossed over stuff today that I'd like to come back and talk about more in depth. But go back, do your little audit, your little look-see, and see how you're going with your content. I'd love to know. Come into Map It Marketing on Facebook and let me know. And otherwise, please rate and review the show. Share it if you're finding it useful. And maybe send me a note, rachelidentifymarketing.co.nz if you're finding that you've learned something from it. Have a great week.